Cannon Fodder. This is a supplementary show to the 20-sided podcast all about world building and lore. This is an exercise in collaboration, improvisation, and storytelling where we build a world one piece at a time. And each week, our guests will determine which piece we'll be building by spinning the wheel of world building. Topics can be anything. Last week, we talked about Vizkind the Rotting and their putrid followers. But this week could be about the perfumes of the Twin Ports or board games of the Drag Empire. Who knows? We leave it all to the wheel. We love the wheel. We trust the wheel. We have a deep abiding respect for the wheel. And remember, whatever we come up with, no matter how crazy, will become canon within the Fractured Realms and within the 20-sided podcast itself. We have the fate of the world in our hands, but no pressure. Uh, Today's guest is a good friend of mine who I am very happy to have joining us. He is a comedian, writer, performer, and yet another person who thinks they can figure out how I do my magic tricks. Uh, He is the co-host of the monthly variety show We Fixed It, along with former guest Chinook Tessera, which is currently running at Caveat in New York's Lower East Side. Uh, I'm a big fan, and soon you will be too. Please allow me to introduce the one, the only, the man destined to need no introduction, Vivek Netrakanti. I, I just want to say, watching you do that intro is what I imagine people felt like when they saw Michael Jordan play basketball courts. <laughs> that was amazing, watching you just get into the zone. I, Because this is an audio medium, it just seems like, oh, he's just saying things. My hands fly all over the place. I just, <laughs> if I don't do that, I can't get into it. I need to you know, expound physically. Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, it was, I was in awe. Yeah, thank you. It's the only way I can do it. Vivek, how you doing? I'm doing good, dude. It's Monday night. We're, yeah. we're hanging out. It's, it's late on a Monday. It's, you know, 1048 on a Monday and we're, we're cranking this thing we're out. We're cranking out, dude. This is, I've, I come alive at 1048 on a Monday. That's, that's the time, man. Yeah. So let's start this out. I know you don't play D&D. You've never played? I've never played. Uh, we're going to have to fix that sooner or later. We will fix that, yeah. Uh, but you do like fantasy and sci-fi. So that's, it makes, it doesn't make a lot of sense that it, sh- I should have played D&D, mm-hmm. right? Like I have played Magic the Gathering as a kid. Hell yeah. I did watch Dragon Ball Z religiously. Sure. I like played Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, you know? Yu-Gi-Oh was a great game. Like, I really dug Yu-Gi-Oh. These are all gateways into D&D. Yeah. But I just you really never, skirted around it. Like all the possible gateway drugs were there. That's what I'm saying. So like all that happened and then all of a sudden it just, I never could make the full leap into into D&D. I think it was just because of the time commitment. That's right? fair. It's like, it's too much. Whereas Yu-Gi-Oh, man, 4,000 light points. Yeah. You get to zero, it's over. You're in, you're out. You summon Ma- that blue-eyes <laughs> Mom, white dragon. Mom, pick me up. I won five times in a row. Exactly. You know? But, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely feel like D&D, it needs to happen. I, we, should, we should set that up. I, I would like to be a shrieking orc in a cave at some point. Oh, we'll absolutely do that. What was kind of like the highlight sci-fi fantasy thing of your life? I know we talked Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball Z. What was like your what was the thing that you loved most it kind of in that genre oh man i mean i guess i don't know if you consider it sci-fi i would say probably dragon ball z okay sure was was the highlight i mean anime I was, action it kind of has all those vibes of fantasy just in a slightly different realm than what we might think of as like D. well but not only that i think where it's similar to D and where some of these things are is it takes you from when you're a kid to when you're an adult mm-hmm you know, like you're into Dragon Ball Z when you're six and then you're still into it today. Yeah. Which like I think uh, D&D is like I kind of get that experience from a lot of people when they're, they're like, I've been playing this for 20 years or something. Yeah, it is one of those things that no matter how much you play it, you can kind of keep finding new things and it kind of keeps evolving for you. Right. And I feel like Dragon Ball, I mean, I haven't watched Dragon Ball Z since I was a kid, but I know 
the difference between Dragon Ball Z when I was a kid and, the, and Dragon Ball Z now is like massive. Like there's still the same, you know, screaming and charging up the spirit bomb for 40 episodes. Oh, I mean, it's pretty dumb. It's pretty <laughs> dumb. I'm not going to like sit here and like tell you that it's like the best thing ever. Right. It is pretty dumb. But like, I think what happens is you develop this like, uh, I don't know, like once things are like developed when you're a kid, I think they stay for a long time and mm-hmm. then you give them significance that they sh- definitely should not have. Right? right. And so it's like, yeah, I mean, I think if you watch Dragon Ball Z when you have like an adult's perspective, <laughs> like once your heart's been broken, right, maybe you should, you got to watch some other shit. But I, I remember my mom after a while, I, I, there was that whole like Cartoon Network block of, yeah, yeah, of Adult like Swim, early right? anime. I think it was before Adult Swim. Oh, Toonami. Toonami, yeah. yes. And I want to say it was like, there was like Inuyasha, oh, Dragon man, Ball yeah. Z, and like Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, yeah, that was a killer hour. Uh, it, was, it was great, great uh, block. But my mom stopped letting me watch Dragon Ball Z because she couldn't stand like the guy is screaming for like 30 <laughs> minutes, which yeah. to be fair, no, I mean, understandable. Sense. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think my mom felt that way about SpongeBob. Another fantasy oh, land, if yeah. you really think, I mean, if you really think about it. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea, man? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty inventive. It's but, great. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Reg, I, I never watched Lord of the Rings, which is a mistake. I need to watch that. Oh, you still haven't watched it? I still it. haven't because, again, oh, it's man. so long, dude. And I, I understand I've watched like a thousand episodes of anime, which is right, right. like unfair to say it's long. But um, yeah, I feel like, we, you know, when we were when I was a kid, I think sci-fi was sort of puttering out a little bit because Star mm-hmm. Wars, it was like the prequel era. Yeah. You know, well, and then I think days. like a lot of good fantasy kind of died after or sci-fi kind of died after, you know the star Wars prequels weren't doing so hot. I think that's, that's yeah. It like those like major blockbuster sci-fi is yeah. kind of like faded away and you, you definitely got some sci-fi, but it was, you kind of just search for a little bit more. Well, like what was the sci-fi around that time? Like I'm, I'm trying, I'm like drawing a blank. I but, mean, there was like, I mean, I remember they made avatar, which was kind of bad. I wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like that was the sci-fi of the time. Really? I, I'm thinking sci-fi at that time kind of goes into television where it's, that's okay. when like doctor who came back. Sure. That's, sure. You know, firefly had its, one season of, of fantasticalness. But that's what I'm saying. It's stuff like that where it's like they made 10 episodes and people still think about every minute today. I, right. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I will always hate Fox for canceling, yeah. canceling Firefly. Like I, I think that was what I like the, the superhero thing kind of started when around that time. That's true. Tread. That's true. Yeah. That, that kind of took over the, the sci-fi element was right. like superheroes and until Game of Thrones, that was so. I've read the Game of Thrones books, so I guess that's kind of fantasy. I mean, it is. Okay, it yeah, is. Yeah. It is fantasy, and like uh, you know, but even that kind of puttered out in the last few years, right? So it's yeah, like uh, I, I was talking on the previous episode. It's crazy how I think everyone in the world was like excited to see the end of that, and then immediately go back to episode one and like rewatch the series. But since the finale of Game of Thrones, I have not heard word one about the the series at all. Well, because you know anybody. how it ends. Yeah, because you know what? Well, it's not that you know how it ends, but like ruins the rest of the show right somehow. right yeah because entire character arcs are just like completely thrown away yeah you're like i don't even want to go back and watch. like yeah. when i finished breaking bad i wanted to start breaking bad over oh for when, sure when i finished yeah. you know uh mad Men, i wanted to go start mad Men again yeah but for this it's just gone so, so I, I think like that's the thing I, when you asked me that question i was like okay i've seen a lot of this stuff but like do i still like any of it or is it all shit now and i'm like oh it's all shit now so you know you know what? I will give you one that was really good. Uh, Blade Runner 2049. A few I years ago. That. Big movie. Also really, really good. That well, was... If, if you liked Blade Runner 2049 and Denis you, uh Dune coming out. Yeah, I'm, I need to see it. Uh, and was, you saw it early. Good. I did see it early. I saw it when Denis gave like a, a talk afterwards. Kind of talked about the making oh, of no it. Oh, no way. Which is very cool. 
Have you read the book? I have not read the book. I think you'll, it, it's still like amazing. It's, it's gorgeous and it's huge and it's big. It's a tough, it's a tough movie to see without reading the book. Really? Just because the book is so like cerebral. It's like, you know, that scene in uh, the Sherlock Holmes uh, movies and TV shows where like he has a fight, but in slow-mo, like in his head before it actually happens. Right, right. Overalls and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it kind of feels like that in the book where like the entire, like when a fight's happening, both the, both the characters like having a fight in their head and like seeing each other's moves. Like there's like this whole mental chess game happening. Okay. It's tough to portray on screen. Yes. I do have one question for you and no spoilers, but there's a lot of big name actors in that movie. Yeah. Which one would you say is Mr. Dune? Mr. Who comes Dune? away with the title of Mr. Dune? Ooh. This is a big decision. There's a lot of, there's a lot yeah, of, them. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gotta, yeah. I mean, it's gotta be Timmy Chalamet. Oh, it's Timmy, it's not it Jason is, Momoa. He doesn't get Mr. Dune. He's in this, right? Jason yeah, he's Momoa, yeah. very cool. I think it's Jason. Momoa. I think it's, it's uh, I think it's oh, Timmy Chalamet. Wow, yeah. that's an upset. Chalamet coming away as Mr. Dune is an upset in my book. Oh, I love, I love Timmy. All right, let's move <laughs> on to the wheel of world building. So I'm going to show you the wheel here. Let's take a look at it. Okay. Oh, there's a lot of stuff on the wheel. A lot of stuff on the wheel. Take a look. You okay. scroll down if you like just to kind of see some of the, the items here. Uh, take a look. Is there anything you see on there that you definitely want to talk about? Something that seems interesting to you? Something that's striking your fancy? Or maybe something that you're hoping to avoid? Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of hoping to avoid celebrities. I think we talk about them too much. <laughs> um, let's see. The Shimmer looks kind of interesting. Mm. There was a movie about that. Wasn't it? That, that, that was like Arrival was. That was. Not yeah, Arrival. Uh, fuck. Uh, Annihilation. Yeah. Annihilation. That movie was fucking sick, dude. That was a good movie. I love that. I can curse on this, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That movie was amazing, man. That was. Yeah. yeah. Alex Garland. Oh. That, it really Portman. freaked me the fuck out, too. That was a, a really good time. Yeah. Honestly, if, have you read the books? No. Uh, I, read, I read at least the first book. <laughs> I, just, I just sound dumb as hell. Every, he's like, have you read this book? I'm like, book? What's a book? <laughs> Uh, the first book is did like creep me out. Okay. Now, I haven't like had like a visceral like horror terror experience from a book in a while. Yeah. The first book was creepy. Yeah. I mean, but uh, anyway, so maybe life. that's what I want. I'm, I want the shimmer and we can recreate that movie. We can recreate the shimmer. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but I mean, I don't know, man. A lot of this stuff looks interesting. Sports would be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can, we can uh, make Kevin Durant canon in the uh, 20 sided podcast. Hell yeah. Uh, there is also, uh, you might see there's a whole section of names. That is the Wedge of Divinity. Those are the nine like main gods of this world. Okay. Uh, we've hit one of those so far. There's also some wild cards, which you can either choose an item on this list for free. You can choose something totally not on the list. Or if you want to, uh, you don't want the responsibility, you can spin again. I do like how some of these are like really, really like detailed, like Mitska the Generous. And mm-hmm. then you also have food. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> We can just talk about tater tots. I'm really waiting for someone to roll idioms because oh, I think be it would be very fun, difficult, but fun to come up with an expression. Right. Uh, like from scratch. Yes, it would be. But uh, yeah, man, no, I think I, I, I'm ready to spin, dude. I think I, we've, we've, uh, we have a lot of good options. I think it's time. Let's go ahead and spin the wheel of world building. Do I just, do I just click it? Yeah, just click right, it. Let's click it. All right, here we go. What are we going to get? What are we going to get? What are we going to get? We got... We got holidays. Holidays! All Brian, right. did you rig this? I did not rig this. Did you rig? Because we got a lot of holidays coming up, if you didn't know. We got a lot of holidays coming up. Kiss your mom. It's Thanksgiving. Kiss your mama. <laughs> Tell your dad you love him. It's Christmas. Hell yeah. 
Okay, so holidays. This is going to be fun. Okay, so how do we start with holidays? I guess let's come up with, there are a lot of different holidays that we can come up with. We could do something that is kind of has a religious bent. Okay. Uh, like we could choose one of the main gods of the world and come up with something for them. We could choose something kind of like a New Year type of event. I think every fantasy world has a kind of Christmassy winter festival equivalent, uh, which is always fun. Or like, you know, summer solstice. It could be a like good, fun holiday, or it could be like a shitty holiday. That yeah, no let's, one let's do a religious one. I'm feeling spiteful today. Dude. Let's spiteful. do a religious okay, okay, one. Okay. Yeah. okay, so there are nine main gods in the uh, the fractured realms. And they, they kind of go from, there's a, a classic uh, D&D thing called um, alignment. Okay. And it's essentially a nine, you might have seen like memes of this. It's a nine box thing. So there's uh, lawful, neutral, chaotic. Oh, I have, yes. Okay. And good, oh, neutral, I didn't know evil. this is from D&D. This is from D&D. No way. Yeah, That's yeah. really cool. Okay. Um, so th- generally, like something falls within those, those boxes. Uh, so we have it, on one end of the spectrum, lawful good is A on the bright. Um, lawful neutral is Bartle the Scribbler. Uh, lawful. <laughs> he, that guy sounds like he touches kids, Brian. What's his name? Bartle, Bartle the, Scribbler. the Scribbler. Keep your kids away from him, dude. Jeez. He is the uh, lawful neutral god of writing art and creativity. Okay. <laughs> we have, we have uh, lawful evil god, Mondorak the All-Seeing. Neutral good god, Twilight the Patient. True neutral god, uh, Kinsu the Wanderer. Neutral evil god, the Faceless One. Chaotic good, Mitzke the Generous. Chaotic neutral, oh, yeah. uh, both the Foolish. And Chaotic Evil, Vizkind the Rotting. Okay. So I, I don't know if I remember all the names, but I do know the axes. Like okay, sure. Okay, well, first of all, we got to pick between Chaotic, Lawful, and, and... Or no, sorry, it's Chaotic, and what are the other two? It's uh, Lawful on, on one and... axis, it's Chaotic, Neutral, um, Lawful. Right. And on the other axis, it's Good, Neutral, Evil. So I think let's not let's not do one of the neutral ones. That's kind of boring, right? Yeah, it can be a little boring. Yeah, that's a little boring. So let's let's how we go lawful, okay? And then how we go how we go evil? We we'll go lawful evil, okay? Lawful evil. So th- so lawful evil in this world is the god Mondrak the All Seeing. Okay, uh, Mondrak the All Seeing. We don't know a lot about Mondrak. All we know is they're a male beholder. Beholder is like one of the classic D&D monsters. Sure. It's basically like a giant orb with one giant eye in the center of their head. Are you sure he's not a U.S. senator, this guy? <laughs> this guy is just the senator from Missouri, right? And then, and then uh, has 10 additional like eye stalk tentacles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same yeah. guy. Uh, they modeled it after. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, U.S. politics. Yeah, this guy's a sitting U.S. senator. <laughs> but uh, lawful evil things generally are evil, but they have like a very specific code to them. Okay. So kind of think like if you were in a thieves guild or something, yes, you are like doing bad things, but there is a like specific code to it. So let's talk about what would be like the high holiday of a chaotic evil. Religion. Well, he's lawful evil. Oh, so sorry, right. uh, high ev- uh, of a lawful evil. Oh, okay. What, so what it's like, a ho- you said what's a holiday, right? What's like, what's like the high holiday? What is like the Christmas equivalent, the 4th of July equivalent? You know, oh, what's, what's well, the big one? How, how we start with what they would do and maybe we'll come up with the name as yeah, we, yeah, sure. Yeah. So I think, well, we don't know what this guy's deal is, right? Other than that, he's got 10 eyes. Yeah, we, so he is, so I, I've kind of written the gods as very broad. All we know is he's the lawful evil God of revenge and penance. Okay. Oh, um, penance. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's kind of freaky. Um, yeah. What would this guy want to do? I mean, I guess. We're, we're probably doing a little bit of judgment, right? We're probably, uh, probably, yeah. You know, we're probably 
I, look, here's here's what I'm going to say. I think that this guy is probably a leader. Well, I guess he's a god. Yeah. He's got like, you know, his subjects. Yeah. I'm guessing the 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 worshipers of these guys, what they really like to do is go after the other gods, worshipers. Okay. Right? Because I think lawful evil in this case means that they think that, you know, hey, we are we're the main religion. Let's eliminate all the other religions. Uh, in D&D lore, beholders are kind of a, they are too like xenophobic to the extreme in that okay. they think. I mean, so there you go. They, they think they are like the greatest, be- like whatever beholder you're looking at, they think they are the greatest being. So I was kind of right things. about the U.S. Senator thing. Yeah, you really nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. you right on the head. <laughs> okay. Ding, ding, five points. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so that's what I'm going to say. I think that's what they're going to want to do the most, right, mm-hmm. is murder the infidels. Sure. And I think, so I think here's what, here's, if I was them, this, this would be a fucking smashing day for me. So you wake up and you just, you get fucking plastered, dude. It's, <laughs> it's, dude, it's a holiday. We're getting fucking plastered. Sure, sure. And then it's, you know, it's like, all right, you know, it's like 5 p.m. What are we going to do? Let's, let's go after some infidels. You know, we're going to do a little bit of dancing. We're going to chop a few heads off. Call it, a, call it a day. I think that's, that's like the gist I'm getting from, from this whole thing. Okay. So this is a, uh, a purge holiday. It's a, yes, <laughs> it's a purge holiday. Okay. Uh, sponsored by Miller Light. Something sponsored by Miller Light. <laughs> the purge brought to you by Mondrak, the all sing. Okay. How, I guess, uh, is this an annual thing? Is this a, a thing that happens once every like, Oh decade? no, dude. I really like the idea of having a holiday that happens like once every 25 years. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. So this is a very extended. Yeah. So and like, it kind of has to be right. Cause you, I mean, dude, you're not going to kill someone every year. Yeah. We're we're not, a, a purge evil. every year seems yeah, crazy. Not that evil. Um, cause also like these, he is a lawful evil God, but he is still like a, it is still like a religion that is like respected in a way. Like, oh, so like, let's like, go with that. So I think it'd be interesting too if they have specific ways of where it's okay to kill someone. You know what I mean? Okay, sure. Like it's okay, like it's okay to you know chop someone's head off, but maybe don't like you know I don't know, don't shoot them in the dick or something. Like okay, that's, that's okay. below the that's too much. So we've got so so let's say let's say once every twenty five years there is this high holiday of Mondrak the All Seeing that is a purge of people seen to be lesser or other yes man this is getting real xenophobic but it like it but that's what these guys, they're, the they're evil yeah they're they are evil. evil yeah um that's the that's what i hate i hate that there's this angle now where like the the even the evil people in like horror movies and stuff it had to be just it's justified well, well the, the thing that's tough about this is that all of the nine gods essentially rose to divinity by serving the world by like defeating uh these titans that were essentially like natural forces brought to life that were like destroying oh, so the this world. this is kind of like Greek gods a little bit. A little bit, yeah. But there, there is definitely like a beholder is an evil thing and like it was clearly brought into this group because it was powerful and it could help defeat things. But there is still like, they did perform a service for the world. Whether or not that was a selfish service doesn't matter. They did still do this thing. Okay, I got it. But they're going to kill a fucking ton of people. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So what like, is... All I'm saying is let's just have our villains be actually evil, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's, I feel like every horror movie ends out with, like, but they were bullied in the sixth grade. <laughs> and now, no. and it's totally fine. It's like, no, no let's just, like, they can be evil. It's but, fine. Beholders are, are bad dudes. Yeah. Um, so how does this purge aspect, like, what are the rules to this purge? Yeah, so I think, okay, there's got to be a rule of everyone who's, 
subscribe to this religion, right? Mm-hmm. Subscribe. Okay. Everyone, <laughs> who believes, subscribe. everyone who believes in this religion, like you gotta, at, at some point you gotta put up or shut up. You gotta kill someone. Right. Okay. Sure. If you have, like if at the end of the holiday, you haven't killed anyone, dude, like, come on, bro. Like you're, you're out, you're out of this. It's once every 25 years, you can't okay, kill someone sure, for this sure. dude. Right. You're not even going that hard for God at that point. <laughs> right. If you come can't on. do that. Yeah. So like, I think that's a rule. Okay. You got to you got to go after at least one. What are other rules? I mean, I do think free alcohol. <laughs> free alcohol would be sure. pretty good. They're, is there alcohol getting, in this world? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So there, like, there, there is there are some trees in this world that their sap is alcoholic. Like this guy's worshiper, are they human or are they like other They, they uh kind of all. They could be human, elven, dwarven. There's definitely a larger sect of humans cuz humans are kind of like more easily swayed and are also have a shorter lifespan. Oh, so they're um, like human-like, these guys. Human-like, but they're also like tieflings, which are like humanoids, but have an infernal lineage, so like are born partially from devils. Okay. Um, but I think you get worshippers of Mondrak from kind of all races of this world. So even like people that are normally considered to be like good, like halflings, are still like, you know, people who or have this evil bent to them are still getting pulled in by this religion. Okay. I have another rule, by the way. Yeah. No, if you're, if you're not married, you can't have sex. Have some respect for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have some respect for yourself. Okay. So that's, that's another, that's another I really rule. like that lawful evil is also petty. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, come on, bro. Like let's, 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 let's have some respect. For so that's going to be another rule. Um, yeah, I guess I guess we should figure out like more specifics, right? Like, what's like a nice little costume for these guys to wear? Yeah, it, and and how different is this holiday from like a normal day to day? You know what I mean? Is this oh. like is this like an insane? Like, is it? Does everyone in the world like prepare for this day for like years to come? I think so. I mean, it's once every twenty five years, right? Yeah. So they have to be preparing. Yeah, they're like preparing and they're like you know battering down the hatches. And then what does it look like? So say I'm. A worshiper of A on the bright, and I'm okay. like, you know, uh, lawful. Wait, wait which good. is that? Okay, uh, lawful, lawful good. good. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like battered down the hatches. I'm sitting in my, you know, third story apartment, looking out onto the town square. <laughs> nice. What What do I see? Oh, so okay, we're in a city right now, kind of like a medieval city. Let, let Let's say for the purpose of this, uh, like this portion is happening in the city. Yeah. So I mean, this holiday is an ancient holiday, right? Because yeah. these gods have been around. So the, I mean, everybody knows the deal at this point, right? Right. So. I think, dude, like if you're not if you're not living with these worshiper guys, like you're batting down the hatches, dude. Right. Right. Like third story apartment. You're everything's locked up. Mm-hmm. You know, all, everything's put away. Mm-hmm. You're you're I mean, you're fucking scared, dude. These guys are coming after you. They might kill you. And they're horny, too. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's like, dude, it's a scary time. Sure. So I, I think, yeah, I think it is a moment of true terror for everyone involved. And what, what, like, if I'm looking out on the town square and I see these people running around, are they, are, do they look normal? Have they put on like masks or like cloaks or stuff? So I think you stuff? gotta put on a mask, right? We gotta have some fun here. Let's put on a mask. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, let's have like those medieval doctor type masks. Oh, like plague doctor? Yeah, like, with, like, the big right? That's stuff. freaky as fuck. Yeah, that's freaky as fuck. You know, so like, and I, I think, you know, full on weapon, like maces, fucking sure. swords, horses, like, you know, the full, they, they got the full gauntlet going. I mean, totally. you got it. You got it yeah. if you're going to be, yeah. So maybe you have some dudes who are into magic, but not your kind of magic, like the, you know, like the rip people up and, and have Oh, yeah, magic. and like it, all the gods can grant their subjects magic uh, on like various levels. Yeah, so, so let's say, oh, that's good. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How about everybody gets a third eye? This guy's got so many eyes. 
Everybody just gets a third eye. Oh, okay. Do they do they get it when they become a worshiper of Mondrak or just on this holiday? Just on this day. Just on this day. Okay. He's giving him a little buff on a. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um. What? Do, so so let, let me just tell you a little bit about beholders. Beholders, their their large eye, the like power it has, is an anti magic cone. So anything that this eye is looking at cannot cast or do magic. And also, its ten other eyes each have like a weird power to them. So like. One of them is like, you know, a petrifying ray that turns you to stone. One of them is a disintegration ray that just disintegrates you. One of them is a death ray. One of them is like a sleep ray. The you know, disintegration ray is not a death ray? It what is, the hell does well, the, the death ray de- de- you de- stage de- four along answer? <laughs> <laughs> de- de- death, death ray is just like insta-heart attack. Disintegration okay, ray okay. is like, you know, you just turn to dust from the feet up. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, what does the third eye give them? Is it like... I have a good one for this. Yeah, yeah. I think depending on your personality, you get one of those 10 things. I love that. Right? I love that so much. Because this this guy, Mondrak is his name, right? Mondrak. Yeah, yeah. Mondrak, he's, he, knows, he knows all these people. Mm-hmm. He's watching like Santa Claus, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he knows what they're... He sees you when you're sleeping. <laughs> he knows. Why are you sleeping? There you go. Yeah. you And it's like... So I think that would be kind of fun because then what what's nice for all these people who are going out there like which one am I going to get? Yeah, like Halloween. That is incredibly cool. Yeah. So another question I have is and this is kind of touching a little bit away from holidays and kind of going into Mondrak and his followers before this holiday like if you're do you know your neighbor is a worshiper of Mondrak? Like like Ooh. do you just see Carl down the street and know he's like a Mondrak <laughs> follower? And then batter down the hashes. When I want to say you around. do know, right? Because I, I want to say that this religion, people are pretty like, you know, again, it's lawful evil, right? They're yeah, following they a lot of a rules. Code. They have a code. Like this feels like a religion where you're going to something once a week. Sure. Right. Like other notable going religions. To <laughs> and yeah. so it's like, you know, I think like, you know who these people are. And, and I do okay. think as a result of that, they kind of live together. Okay. You know, because I don't think that all these other guys are going to want to live with these, these people, right? Why would you want to? Sure. You know, but I also think you were saying that all the religions sort of feel they're the best, right? Not necessarily. I okay. think, I think Mondrak definitely does just because okay. of like who beholders are and who Mondrak is. Um, because like in this way, it, it's very, it's an interesting thing to have um, a D and D world with gods because like in, you know, on earth, there are a number of gods that exist or that are touted to exist. Right. There's no proof of them really in a D and D world. Like <laughs> we said, this wasn't going to get political. Yeah, I know, right? Brian just said, God is dead. <laughs> Continue. God is dead. Um, but in a D and D world, like you can talk to gods, like you are granted. There's an, I actual, mean, your third eyes erupts yeah, yeah. every 25 years. Being an atheist <laughs> in a D and D world is stupid because yes. like they are there. Like you could maybe not like the gods and like not ascribe yourself to them, but they actually exist. Like right. it is known. So, but yeah, going back to what you said though, I think this is not a group that even wants to live with other groups. Right? That makes I mean, sense. Yeah. So it's a very like isolationist. So I think community. they sort of have their own state, let's say, right? Where it's them. Okay. And they're coming out, whatever. Maybe, I mean, okay, maybe they cooperate every, you know, when it's not this holiday and mm-hmm. they're, you know, sort of trade and all that stuff and mm-hmm. globalization. Sure. But like the globalists, that, that part. <laughs> but like, I think the, uh, yeah, I think on, you know, most, they're staying away, you know, okay. like they're not hanging out. So I think that like your next door neighbor is not going to be a worshiper of Mondrak, most likely. Okay. Follow up question. This is 
So we're, we're, and this is like why I like doing this podcast is because we start with something like holidays and we're now getting to like worshipers of this religion and like their geopolitical you yeah. know, outlook and like where they, their geography of where they live and like who is there. So I'm guessing if this is a insular community, it is also probably a, I would imagine the people that ascribe to this type of religion is probably fairly small. I think that's fair. To, I think to it be attracts a certain kind of person, um, right? Because it asks a lot of you. Yeah. You know, but the reward is high. Potentially. <laughs> the reward is high. You, get a <laughs> you cool may get a disintegration, eye. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that really suck if you, if you do all this, you kill a person, you get like, I don't know what the lame beholder ray is. Sleep ray. It's just like, you know uh, what? I, I, we've kind of walked ourselves into something that makes a ton of sense, which is that if, if you're going to get this third eye and you still can't kill anyone, like, dude, come on. Yeah. You know, we've given you these inbuilt advantages so that you can make this happen. Now, actually, this is the thing. Do you think that you get the third eye on this holiday or do you get it after you kill someone? I think you get it on the holiday. I'm so going to say the, you get and you then, start with it. And then does it go away after the holiday? Yes. Like it only exists for this day? It's one day. Okay. Yeah. But like, yeah, so I think like that makes a lot of sense, though, that this would be the expectation, right? So then is there a reward for completing for completing this like murder <laughs> this murder holiday. Yeah, I mean, I think the people that truly are like, you know, crushing it, right? Mm-hmm. I think those are the people that maybe go up for leadership positions, sure. right? It's like that maybe there's like a financial reward here. But is there a reward from Mondrak? Like is there oh. do, or is he granting additional powers? Is he allowing you like if you kill someone you get to keep a portion of the power from your third eye? Are you gaining anything from that? Like is there a more so than just trying to stay in the religion, is there a reward that you're chasing? You know what? I think that's a good point. And I think we're going to stick with this guy being lawful evil. Yeah. I think he's going to, I think a, he's probably an absolute dictator kind of guy. He's probably a fan. Absolutely. Of that, yeah. Right. Where it's like him. And then maybe like someone right. Who's like doing the dirty work. Yeah. And I think maybe this holiday is like who loves him the most. Sure. Who's going, who's really going after it. And I think that person is potentially a good candidate for being like, sort of like the president. Okay, sure. Of like, you know, whatever town they're, they're in. And, and there like, was a thing with, with gods in general is that they gain their power through worship. And I got to think oh, really? that, okay. that this is like the height of worship for him. Like this is when, actually that might be kind of a thing where on this holiday with all these like murders and this insane stuff happening, he becomes his most powerful version. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I think that he needs to get whoever is most enthusiastic about this to be sort of the head of the society he's running mm-hmm. so they could keep people going. Right. Right. So it's, I think that's, that's the real reward here. I like it. You get a nice four bedroom mansion. <laughs> four bedroom mansion <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the commune. Yeah. So I think, you know, there's a good reward here if you're going to, you're going to go after it. So we figured out what this holiday is, what is happening, what it kind of looks like. Plague masks, murders, yes. third eye, disintegration rays. What is it called? Christmas. <laughs> no, Christmas. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. Let's not call it that. Let's not call it that. I think let's call it Mondrak's night out. Mondrak's, Mondrak's night, night out. out. Yeah. All right. You've heard of ladies night out. <laughs> this is Mondrak's <laughs> night out. Hell yeah. Mondrak's night out. The, the, the terrifying holiday. <laughs> <laughs> they do commercials. Yeah, there is a commercial. I really love this holiday. I think it's very cool. Cause yeah. it, it definitely has like a, just thinking of like a gameplay perspective. There's a, like one shot element where like this is a special event that happens. You've got like survive the night. And I bet everybody playing the game is going to be unmarried too. 
Exactly. <laughs> everybody's unmarried. Everybody's trying to fuck, but they yeah, just can't. Dude. Okay, I feel pretty good about this. I think I want to do one more holiday. Okay. Uh, but I want to go, rather than going religious or like of a particular God, I kind of want to go secular and I also want to go positive. Okay. So we have like the religious, the deeply disturbing. We've got the purge. We've yeah. got the, the bottom end. Let's go a high end holiday. It doesn't have to be the height of holidays, but I'm looking for like a new year, a, um, so this is for everyone. This is yeah. Kind of a, yeah. A a secular holiday. Okay. That is fun. That is look forward to. Interesting. Um, what's, so like, what's the general profession, let's say of everyone in this, in this world. Is there one? No. I mean, depending on the continent, there are, you know, very agrarian societies. There are very, so like a lot of societies are kind of like based around adventuring and stuff. There are cities that are like very grand and advanced. It kind of spans the gamut, really. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. How about how about we go for something that's more event based then? Instead mm-hmm. of like I was I was trying to go like a take of like Labor Day maybe, but I guess okay. people's jobs are too different for that. So let let's yeah. not do that. Let's not do that. Let's let's yeah. Let's go with like uh, you know. Let, how about there's a day where everybody just worships like the sun. Okay. Okay. You know? So this is it's great. Like the hottest day of the year, and people—it's like like a summer solstice kind of thing. Okay. People summer, were like, summer yeah, solstice sun's type out. holiday. You know, we're feeling good. Yeah, something like that. How do you celebrate on this holiday? What special thing does everyone do? Um, you go for a nice swim. Go for a nice swim. How about every? Yeah, everybody has the day off. Let's just do Labor Day anyway. Everybody's day off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we work way too hard. Oh yeah. People are working way too hard for this, right? So you got you got the day off. It's hot out. You know, you get to you get to do a little barbecue, like whatever over a fire. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going for a swim. You're playing some sports. Like, what are, what are the sports? Uh, yeah. Depends on uh, depends on the area. Um, in the high mountains, there's frostball, which is kind of a freeze tag. Plus, oh, so it's not hot for them. It's just still cold. Well, I mean, high in the mountains, it's yes. still it's okay. still cold. But like in Ceruya, which is kind of like a flooded Venetian continent type thing. A lot of uh, water sports and like boat racing and kind of like like boat water polo type stuff in the mountains where they're like flying on, you know, various kind of like aircraft. There's a bunch of like air, you know, almost Quidditch esque sports. Ooh, that's cool. Um, and then in the forest and in the de- in the deserts, there's um, a lot of like fighting and kind of more combat based sports. Oh, okay, sure. Like MMA kind of stuff. Yeah, a- MMA and then like stealth MMA type thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So it kind of spans the game. I'm trying to think. But, like, okay, but regardless of what it is, it's like mm-hmm. that's, you know, like leisure. People are having a good time. Sure. And this time if you're married, dude, stop rubbing it in. All right. How about you take a day <laughs> off? All right. And let the unmarried people have some fun. So it's like, let's say it's like a big hookup holiday. Okay. It's like you got a rare day off, right? And okay, you know, so this is just a horny day. It's, I mean, it's, it's not just horny, man. We can go for a swim too. I said you could go for a that, swim. Okay. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> you, yeah. It's, it's just, it's a day of like, you know, all the stuff I don't normally get to do. Like, I really like this orc. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, have, I finally have the courage to go and talk to them. And we have a day off. So now's the time. Okay. Know? So if I'm going to the store on this day or, or like the day before this day, yes. You know, in Halloween, I'm buying candy. Valentine's day, I'm buying, you know, candy hearts, uh, or chocolate. Fourth of July, I'm buying sparklers. What 
item am I buying for this holiday? Like what is the ubiquitous thing that you're going to see everyone have eating, holding, playing with during this holiday? Okay. That's a good point. So what's, what's the general cuisine? I mean, is it the same cuisine as here? Yeah. Okay. So you, you can get like a Kit Kat bar. <laughs> is that what you're telling me? <laughs> well, really I, what, what I want is a, uh, like a distinctive item, right? It, it, yeah. A distinctive, like fun. And I really like, I kind of want to go, vaguely magical or like fantastical with this thing okay so like one of the things i'm thinking of is like you know when uh, i want to say it's chinese new year Ooh, i've got one i've got one though yeah yeah go for it how about how about you get like a nice taffy and when you put the taffy in your mouth it feels like true satisfaction it's like everything you have like true self-actualization for those two minutes Okay, so it's it's like a specialty candy that is only made for this day. That's only made for this day. It's got like a little mystical quality to it that only works on this day. And it's like when you put it in your mouth, Ooh, I like, that. like no anxiety, no stress. It's like a nice little two minute break from everything. And then I, I like that because it also like defines the holiday in that this can they this candy was discovered, it was made. They found out it, it performs this great, you know, beautiful experience only on this day. Yes. So, of course, we're going to take this day off. Like, yes. I, this is such a great experience. And I think the theme the of the day is that it's like we life is very stressful. Okay. And we've been granted this gift where on this day it doesn't have to be for a little bit. And there's something kind of beautiful about that. There is. I really right? like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like there's, I mean, I wish we had something like that, right? Yeah, where yeah. it's like you get a day where you don't feel like the hustle has to. Uh, e- even the Mondrat cultists are like, man, this taffy is really fucking You good. know what would be crazy, though, is if both of them fall on the same day. Ooh, it could happen. Yeah, it could. That'd be kind of crazy, right? Man, that would suck. Yeah, I mean, really, not for the Mondrat guys. They're, they're feeling good. Right, guys. <laughs> Two our, holidays our in one? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Funny. I don't know. Is that good, though? That's like having your birthday fall oh, on Christmas. Yeah. You get, you know, double gifts. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Maybe they don't like that. But, but yeah, so I think that's, I think we've got a little bit of the shape of what this holiday is, right? Cool. And yeah. then what? Uh, what do we call this holiday? Is it just summer solstice? Is it Taffy Day? Like, I, I kind of yeah, I kind of like Taffy Day. Uh, <laughs> let's say let's go let's go with Taffy Day. It's it's you know that's what it's about really. It's about the taffy. Yeah, it's about the and you know it's like yeah. So it's 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 a moment to to do all the things you didn't have the time to do the rest of the year. And give me one more element of this taffy, either what it's made of, who it's made by, or what it's called. So I want to say that it's it's something that like kind of grows from the ground. Mm-hmm. Like it's essential ingredient. Let's let's say they have taffies in general. Sure. And this but the yeah, essential like, taffies, right? Like you can buy that as a candy all yes, the time. But the the ingredient that mixes well into it is like a like a plant, let's say that's like from the ground. Mm-hmm. Right? Um what were the other what was the other questions you had? Uh, I forgot, sorry for like that. like what what is the name of this taffy? Is there a particular group that makes it? I, I want to say it's not a particular group. Like I okay, like the idea of it, it just happened to grow somewhere and like people discovered it and we're mm-hmm. like, oh, this is absolutely, which is how a lot of things happened. Right. Like in Earth's history. Right. So it's like, there's something fun about that. Right. Right. Um, so who knows? Let's say it's a mystery uh, who made it or not, but I, maybe there's a little hint that it's made from the remains of the Titans, dude. That's, Ooh, okay. That's kind of fun. Right. And, and there is, there is an aspect of, you know, this world, before the Titans came was a mundane world like ours. Like there wasn't magic. There weren't definite gods. And after the Titans came, like they essentially by tearing through reality, they brought like essentially magic is leaking into the world. Yes. 
So it's it's nice to find those little moments where this thing accidentally evolved, kind of, or accidentally came through, and people just happen to discover it and realize, like, oh, this does this cool thing. Let's play with it. Yes. So I think that's fun. And then I think, oh, for a name. Oh, a name is tough, man. Name is tough. Name is tough. Let's go with, uh, what's something that sounds kind of peaceful? Let's, let's call it, like, tranquility. Tranquility task. It's tough because everything I was thinking of that sounds kind of peaceful is also probably like something Gwyneth Paltrow makes. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's just called goop. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, called right. goop. But yeah, let's let's go with tranquility. I like it. That's kind of nice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tranquility taffy. Yeah, people having a good time. You know, I I I'd, I'd want to be around for that. Yeah. It sounds really nice. Yeah. It like the whole world is so on board with this experience that everyone's just like yeah we're not gonna fuck around at this day everyone gets it off and we just go enjoy life there is something unifying in my opinion uh, like regardless of what your other biases are Mm -hmm. about just like everybody gets a day off yeah right like there's i think that's something that is very unifying in general yeah it's great yeah so like if there is something that people are going to unite under i think it's something like that yeah I like it. Until Nestle comes around and hoards all the taffy. <laughs> Man, we, and we've, like, <laughs> we've really had the two ends of the spectrum with <laughs> Mondrak and murder every 25 years. And then this beautiful, just Ferris Bueller's day off for yeah. everybody. There you uh, go. I like it. I love having both ends of the spectrum. Um, is there anything else before we move on to the lightning round that you want to add into either of these holidays or just two holidays in general in this world? No, I mean, I think we got a pretty fleshed out you know, experience for the, yeah. for these these characters. I'm happy, man. Hopefully I, they're having a good time. I, too, am quite happy. But on this show, we have two segments. One is the Wheel of World Building. The second is... Lightning Round! This is a segment on the show where I ask you three quick questions and we answer them fairly slowly. <laughs> oh, good, good. Okay, I was about to piss my pants. No, no, no. They're, they're not fast, but okay. they are, they're quick. Um, rather than being kind of locked into canon, these questions are a little bit more uh, ephemeral. Um, okay. You'll kind of see what I mean. Uh, so the first question is, regarding these holidays, what is a rumor that you have heard? What is a rumor that's going around this world? Regarding either Modrax Day Out or, <laughs> yes, or, <okay. laughs> or Taffy Day. Uh, I, so I think there is a rumor that if you eat the taffy on Taffy Day, you become a significantly better lover. Okay. Have. No, no, no I'm, I'm just going to leave it as that. I'm just going to leave it as that. Yeah. Second question. What is the name of a person in this world? And what is the most interesting or significant thing about them? This could be like a scar or something. This could be a personality quirk. This could be their title or their job. And I'll say let's kind I'm not quite sure how you'll do it, but I'll leave it to you. Kind of put this person roughly within this holiday idea. Okay. Let's go with, uh, I need, I need some name. Let's go with like Merc Galladin. That's like a fun little fantasy name. Merc Galladin. Galladin. And let's say that he's, Nobody knows how old he is. Okay. He may be, you know, fucking 70, maybe 270. Mm-hmm. But he's... So he's looking good. But as far as anyone knows, he is the guy, he's the sole person who really knows how to grow the taffy. So he's a bunch of helpers. Oh, okay. And the helpers maybe all know, like, little stuff. They can do various little aspects of it. But he's the one who, like, really puts it together. So is there... 
like one farm essentially where yes. like this vital ingredient is being made. Yes. And he can, tr he's really churning them out. I mean, he's turning them out for the entire world, mm -hmm. but somehow he knows how to do it and nobody else does. And he's, he's a mystery man. I like that. What's his name? Merck Gallatin. Merck Gallatin. That's like a real fantasy name, right? That is a real fantasy yeah. name. I love it. Merck. Very cool. The third question is a two part question. Our third question is always, uh, I want you to ask a question that you have about the world, it could be big okay. or small, for our next guest to answer. So before you ask your question, uh, last episode we had on Nathan Yaffe, and he had this question for you. Here's my question. Okay. What is the generational rift? What is like the, the boomers versus millennials of, of this world? What, what is something that people in their... It, it, newish adventurers or adventurers who are um, they feel they've been doing it for a while, but still are not uh, are not the veterans. Right. That uh, that the the older generation is. Um, and of course, this is obviously complicated by the fact that fantasy races have different levels of longevity. Mm -hmm. But uh, th there's a there's sort of a societal understanding of generations. Right. Like this right. class, this class of heroes Right. Uh, that the previous class of heroes looks at them and goes, well, you don't you don't know what it was like. You 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 guys don't don't have any idea what we went through. You 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 all are You got it so easy. You got it so easy. What what is it? What what did they what, and and then and conversely, what has the the older generation done that's made it so this young this this new generation resents them? back it's like well you why didn't you solve these problems you know what are the problems that either both generations pin on each other uh that that causes generational strife in this world so i don't have to repeat the question right like that's gonna be no no, no okay, yeah, be in there. so generational strife i mean i think this would be way more fun to do with the uh the Mondrak guys I mean, we could kind of do that. We could kind of go, we could, could, because doing generational strife for a whole world with rate, you know, the race of like halflings or humans live to be like hundred years old. Elves live to be hundreds of years old. So, so that's a, way tougher. Yeah. There is a weird element to that. But if we want to go to like a small section of society, like look at just the worshippers of Mondrak, we could do that. Yeah. I mean, so here's what I'm going to say. I think, you know, the boomers are, you know, super, super traditional. Mm -hmm. in this world right and i think that the you know the younger they they want to see some new stuff so like you know the boomers uh you know they they refer to a lot of the other races with racial slurs and the you know the younger generation they're completely comfortable with the fact that they need to brutally murder everybody <laughs> that's totally fine dude like it's like we're on board with that but can we at least be respectful you know, when we're killing these people. And I think that's that's the big generational. I mean, the, the younger generation, they're strong. They're fucking murdering like never seen right, before. Right. But they're also like, guys, like at least let's have some dignity when we're when we're killing all these people. Like, I, you know what I mean? I think that's that's gonna be the big generational divide there. And I think for the boomers, these guys are only getting stronger. Mm -hmm. The Mondrak guys. And they're just getting smarter. The younger they guys, can do it with like yeah, less The younger time. guys are just fucking beasts, right? And so the, the boomers, they'll remember a time when it wasn't that easy, man. 
All right. You guys <laughs> had it fucking easy. Like for us, it was hard. You had to really rely on, you know, fucking xenophobic resentment. Right. To, your your to weapons are the, so much better. You can kill people from so much further yeah. away. I just want to say we are making these guys so evil and I love it. Dude. They're so They're evil. so evil. And this is, this is how it should be. But yeah, I think that's the big generational divide. I, I do like that there is, especially because it's a lawful evil society, there is like a, a code to it. And the, the divide is just like, hey, your code's like a little, let's like fix the code. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, look, 24 out of 25 years, they're perfectly nice for the most part. Okay. That's what the younger generation wants. It's like, you know, my friend Steve, who doesn't, you know, worship Mondrag, I might kill him 25 years from now, but right now, let's right be now, nice. Yeah, let's, let's be chill. You know, and I think that's the big generational divide. I, I would, I'll say, you know, that's, it's tough. It's tough for, it's a, it's a big fight. Hell yeah. So going on to the second part of this question, what is a question you have about this world, big or small, anything you want? Okay, I'm, I'm going to go with what is like a food staple that unites everybody? You know, like now, like pretty much everyone likes pizza. Sure. Right. So like similarly to that, like what is something that like across the entire land, you know, there's like a food that like it gets made here and it gets made here mm-hmm. and, I, and you can't see, but it's like, I'm doing a, a thing to show the scope of the world in my hands. <laughs> and it's like, that's, that's, let's go with that. I love it. Vivek, before we get out of here, anything you want to plug? Do you want to tell the people where they can find you on social media? Yeah. I, so I'm on TikTok uh, at V Netric, no Vivek Netricati, my full name at Vivek Netricati. And I'm on Instagram at Indian Maisel. We got the show coming up. We fix it comedy show on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, Very fun show. Yeah, I mean it's it it'll happen. I think the next one happens after this comes out, but yes. the one after that should will be will also be very fun. So keep an eye out. Hell yeah! And again, to steal a line from Walter Cronkite, that's the way it is, ladies and gentlemen. Load up all that lore, fire it directly into the fractured realms. That is all for this episode of Cannon Fodder. Uh, If you want to see more of Vivek, you can find clips of his stand-up on TikTok. I'll link it all in the show notes. Uh, You can also see him and a bunch of great performers at We Fixed It every month at Caveat in New York's Lower East Side. Again, links in the show notes. Uh, You can find all that there. Uh, And if you want to see all of today's world building put into action, you should check out our parent show, The 20-Sided Podcast. All 11 episodes of the first season titled Escape from the RMS Titanfall are available now on all the podcasting services you can imagine. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you're listening to it on a podcasting service. And I'll bet you dollars to donuts, 20-sided podcast is on that same service. So doop, 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 type it in, check it out. But until next time, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Yeah, that was super fun, dude.